I never really was able to experience life fully, you know? Like, mm -hmm. like when I went through the, the experience, I told you that awakening, yeah. to really feel like, you know, when you think about people's color lines, right, for a second, mm -hmm. and then you actually think that we all have been so many different lives, mm -hmm. that when you look at it from that standpoint, you lose that, because you don't, you're, we've been everything. Mm -hmm. And I was able to see those things and cultures, like Japanese culture to me that, for all of a sudden that happened became very important to me. And I didn't know why. I was like, what? You know, like things that I, would, I didn't grow up with mm -hmm. at a certain point started becoming important. Mm -hmm. Or not important, or interesting. Like from so swords. Remember I told you swords? Yeah, Sorry, yeah I was fascinated with swords, bow and arrows, horses. Right. I mean, I was, what kid's not fascinated with horses? Right. I, everybody wants a horse. Get me a horse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? right? Who doesn't right, want a horse? Right. But what, what did you... Uh, investigate your feeling about the samurai swords yeah yeah because one of the things where do you think that came from that i was you know a samurai yeah. at one point yeah. yeah and if you look at my my thumb see yeah. my thumb my nails yeah. when i was a kid for whatever reason i started chewing them off i didn't know why right. and then when i found out what happened was is that they cut those thumbs off in another life so i couldn't hold swords Oh my goodness, wow, that's pretty damn deep. So like these yeah. things, so I would have these different type of experiences mm -hmm. and like that, like with the one I explained mm -hmm. to you, but I was able to see, I have scars that I knew where I was able to pick them up wow. from and feel them, like feel mm -hmm. them and go back and like, mm -hmm. as if it's a different realm, but go back and travel mm -hmm. and experience it. And so it looked as I was crazy as all hell because I would come and I would try to explain what I was feeling and seeing. Mm -hmm the best that my mind was kind of articulating what was happening, right? Mm -hmm. But um, it, it, it seemed like I was crazy. When you start talking about samurai ninjas and, and then you start thinking, you can hear this, right? But you don't really know what's real or not real because everything just shifted on you. Mm -hmm. So now you're, I was like, well, maybe I could do, jump up and do flips and mm -hmm. what can I actually do? Well, I think pretty much when you line that stuff up, when you get a hole of yourself in, in that, I think it's a beautiful thing because what I, what I think and what I've experienced is that that amazing uh, magic comes closer to you where you're able to verbalize and um, you know uh, you, you could uh, mat, uh, you can verbalize your manifestations yeah. uh, because that's called like lining lining that spirit world up I think I think I mean, I've had some amazing um, experiences when it comes to that all over the all over the world. But in Japan, it was like the the most interesting. One, I'll tell you one story. I was buying these shoes right here. These uh, Zori sandals. That's the those the, are the grass. In the yeah, this is right out of Japan. And uh, and I, I'm I'm in the I'm in the, this one part of Japan. It's called. Uh, uh, Hyogoku, they're where the sumos live and train. Because everything's a bit bigger in that area. Shoes are bigger, restaurants are bigger, you don't have to hit your head around, the seats are bigger, you know, everything is just big. So I'm more comfortable around in Yogoku. And I wandered in this one, um, these are called Zoris. So I wound up wandering into this Zori sandal store and this old guy, man, gray hair, he looked to be about 85, 90 years old. 
So when I walked in there, it was very strange for him because here's this American guy, African-American guy. What the hell is he doing around here? I can almost hear him thinking. Right. And he was like perplexed looking at me, you know, walk around the store and try to do his business. Then he looks back up and he just can't figure it out. And I'm, I'm looking at these beautiful Zori sandals and I pick a few of them and I look at him and I don't know what happened, but we wound up on his working table, sitting down and with our legs crossed like that, making shoes together. I don't know what transpired, but that energy got me up there. And every time he laughed at whatever I was doing, I would laugh harder because he didn't have any teeth in his head. Right, so, <laughs> so you're looking at I'm him. I'm looking at him laughing. Got it. At him laughing, and if somebody took a picture of that, those are spirits meeting. Mm. And so those are like the lineup of um, if you like live your life in a way whereby, I was telling Kate on the way here, we are so pre-recorded. We are so easy, man. All of the shit that we talk about, eat, dress, think, it's all. It's all told to us on the television. Right. It's programming. And the radio. Yeah. And the um, advertisements and what people say. And um, I'd like to get beyond that bullshit and figure out what it really is to be a human being. It's a lot of work to do that because first you have to recognize it. And uh, you can get lost in the interim. But uh, if sometime you stop and just imagine yourself as a tree, just be still. Just how about just be? Mm. Mm -hmm. And then be swam like a fish or flown like a bird. You know, not to sound so kooky, but uh, that's life, man. Yeah. To get around that bullshit. Yeah. And now you guys, anyone's tuning in, this is Chaz Guest, artist. I call you a historian. <laughs> I'm just saying. For, I mean, let's just get it out there. Mm. I mean, you know, and I think what you just said about the shoes in Japan, I think you create these experiences because of your being, your heart. Because I know when I went to your house, I was going there to visit an artist I didn't know anything about, you know, except for what Omar told me. And, and, and then, you know, we had a small encounter on the phone, but... Yeah. And I got down to sit down and listen to you. And I, and then I came in and then we started talking about jazz music. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, we're like, hold on. And we went down for 20 minutes to, and right. we were listening to jazz music. Right, but right. that's what I'm saying, the experience. And I, you had me, at the, you know, we were at jazz and, I, and then I was looking at everything and I, I, I got lost in the whole situation because of what I saw, the things that you've done, the people uh -huh. you've painted, being uh -huh. a part of history. I, I left there like... Yeah, I was I was rocked. Even Omar, he because you said I, a picture that you that you donated for the art show. I didn't remember. I don't even I didn't even get it. He left and he goes, "Do you?" Get it? I go, "What?" Right. I go, "No." I, I go, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like still tripping. I'm I'm still tripping on like where we were just at because even yeah. sitting down, if people tuned in and listened, just talking to you, just having a normal conversation, yeah. you are part of history. Any way you look at it, there's no there's no kind of confusion really? for me. That, no, <laughs> but how so? The fact that, that having the first black president in an office, the things that you've done, the people that you've done art for, the stories yeah. that you tell, yeah. is more to me like, that's why I said a historian, an artist. Mm. And that's when I sat down. It's like getting taken through there, sitting with you and the way you expressed yourself. 
when you say, even the way you talked about your art and the um, channeling mm. when you're painting that mm. you know you had and I just sat and listened mm. you know the funniest thing Joey is that I, I don't really think much of it because it I think that everyone could and should be doing that right and so when I'm pointed out like you just did it, I, I, I'm kind of curious as to what make what's so special does that make sense I don't think I just said it that I don't think the guy with the teeth even knew it's you you create these experiences you you yeah. vibrate your auric field right mm -hmm. you're pulling these people in yeah yeah it's okay, not yeah. you your 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 pull right. your I knew when I left I you know between you know going in there I, you saw me I was vibrating I left there just going wow right. I left that was an experience that's interesting you know and meeting you and 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 just what you've done and then going home and just just processing the information and, and the way you expressed yourself and you and know. the way you felt about art. Yeah, I felt it that day when I left. Oh, that's that's great. I'm 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 happy that um, that in the roads that I've chosen in life, because I, like I said earlier, I have just made the conscious decision to vibrate and be bigger than what is told to me by someone else. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Because I realize that the way that most, most of us as human beings, I said this earlier, we are told what to think and we are told what to be. You want me to paint that visually? Uh, want me to paint that visual for you verbal, ver in, the, in a verbal way? Mm. Okay, let's take it way back, okay? So there are many things that happened before this. There were the Egyptians, there was the Hopi, there was the Dogon, there was many civilizations. There was uh, Mansa Musa, who was the richest man in the world still to this day from Mali. He was the founder of Mali. Oh, is it Dogon? Yeah. No. No? Uh, he, they're, they're, well, they're, the Dogon came, came uh, because they were descendants of uh, they went Egypt. to Mali? Oh, they came yeah. from Egypt and they yeah. ended up in and, Mali. In Mali, That's what it yes. Is. And, and they created apologies. their own, the Dogon, and they're right. very, they're very connected to um, the outer earth things. That's how I found Potolo, which is where my superhero is from. That star, Constellation, and Sirius, is Sirius B. So the Dogon people, but let me not lose my point. So you have Mansa Musa, that civilization, the founder of Mali, really. And Timbuktu and Songhai, they were the richest once upon a time. And then there's your, I don't know much about how they carried on as human beings and their human experience here. But then you have Europe, and especially the British, who, wind, who wound up, you know, uh, fucking everybody over. You know, I mean, the whole planet. Yeah. I mean... Uh, Africa, I mean, everybody. And then the, the Australia, they went over there, and, you know, every place that they just reached in there and just, that's the, that's the English. That's their monarchy. You know, the diamonds and the crowns and everything. Not to speak badly, but it's the truth. I'm going to speak the truth. Got it. Okay, so the fact of the matter is, is that, w let's take Africa, for instance. It's sort of like when you screw somebody over that badly, you then have to make some kind of reasons why. So you have to get now a society's on your side. And what happened was that they created books 
and things that they call edu higher education. Like these African people are gorillas, gorillas, and they're savages to lighten the guilt of what they just did. And so that's in higher learning. And this is the beginning of racism in a way. Because now it's in Oxford, it's in Princeton, it's in Yale, it's in all of the higher learnings. These books that will draw gorilla skulls next to African skulls and say, you see, we are superior. And you see, this is inferior. Yeah. You see what I mean? You feel me? Mm -hmm. And so this is now in higher education, passed out to people who spend their money to learn higher education. And now they're looking and saying, oh, okay, those African people are blah, 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 this and that. Then it just grows, man. And now we're here and then it's like, you know, then you've got like slavery that happened in the 1600s all the way up to 1800 and 56, 1856, when it was uh, cut out. But there, it's trained to like, okay, these people are less than, than I am. And then there's like, you know, uh, the reconstruct, then the clan says, says, okay, let's get them. And then, and then there was uh, Jim Crow, and then there mm. was civil rights. And then there was like, don't let these people, these dark people buy real estate and don't give them education, which is the American dream. It's called the red line. So my dad would, couldn't even buy a house because the United States of America said that a bank couldn't loan him money to buy his family a house. You feel me? Mm. So uh, people who are not African, who people are from Europe, European who are, who are not thinkers, who are just followers, you see them, you know, they, they, they create things to smash people. And so all of the time, my creative process comes, Joey, from realizing I am not weak. <laughs> I'm a fucking king. And I come from that. The reason you, public relations have made you seem like you're better. But I'm going to paint and I'm gonna do things, and I'm gonna say things, and I'm gonna be things. To sh my energy is gonna show you that I'm not better, but neither are you. You feel me? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We put our pants on the same way. Mm -hmm. And we shit the same way. Absolutely. And we need love. There's the van there of the is. hour. Omar. He's sweet to be sour. <laughs> he, he, he walked in too. <laughs> Three minutes after we were talking about the Dogon tribe. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. That's cake. Absolutely. Omar, you know, sit we, here, man. We, I wanted to see if, right. we, if you'd share the story that, that with us about uh, Michelle Obama when we were yeah. talking about that. You yeah. said about the way she expressed about slavery. Yeah. yeah. You, you said that to told me at the house. Mm -hmm. Would you tell me a little bit about that story? Well, the, the thing is, is that, I mean, I mean, first of all, I mean, just meet, meeting, the, I remember first... Um, when my painting came and the attention. I was in New York when I met them. I was staying at the Royalton Hotel. And my, well, some of my collectors, Maddie and Michael Lawson, they were at the Harvard Club, because both of them went to Harvard. And they were just across the street. And Michael Lawson called me and said, are you in New York? I said, yeah, I'm at my favorite hotel, Matt. I'm on 44th Street. He said, get out of here. I'm right across the street at the Harvard Club with uh, Michelle Obama. And, uh, she's doing a little thing, okay? Had so, you met her before that? No, time? this was the first okay. time I had met Barack at their home uh, quite a few times, 
But I had never met Michelle, and this is the funny part. Because when I went across the street to the uh, Harvard Club, and I met Michelle Obama, I was like, oh, he is the president. (laughs) (laughs) If he has this queen behind him, shit, man, man, if I can meet somebody like that, holy mackerel. I'm like, oh, he's going to be president. It was just so clear. This lady, if she's behind, and Oprah, I've met people the same way, even Michael's wife, Maddie Lawson. If these women get behind you, man, whatever you do, it's golden. It's golden. These women are really powerful. Yeah. Truly smart, truly powerful. And that's going to carry me on to when I saw her on television years later, and she was saying, um, every morning my children wake up in a house built by slaves. Mm. I watched that, and I thought to myself, if she at that moment said, my daughters wake up in a house built by enslaved people. Wow. That would have, at that moment, changed the vernacular mm. of people referring to my ancestors as slaves. Uh, it's very easy uh, and comfortable to call these people slaves because you, you won't have to deal with them as, as people. So they're, they're enslaved people, in fact, you know. And so um, I just, uh, I just uh, uh, felt that in moments like, like that, what, what, which she had at that moment, it starts to help people. It starts to um, uh, sort of like even the field a little bit, you know? And you want people to, we all want to respect one another. But I think respect is going to come when you, when you not only exemplify your greatness, but you have to have that narrative behind you. And speaking of narratives, you know what's really fucked up? You know, you have like these punk ass, like white guys bombing shit, killing kids, uh, running into just raising havoc, you know? Got it. And they call these punks white supremacists. Supremacists. They put the word supreme next to that bullshit. How do you think that makes these people feel? I think they're pumping their chests up, don't you? If somebody called me supreme, shit, I'll jack somebody up and they say, he's a black supremacist. That's right, I'm supreme. Why don't they call them what they are? They're terrorists. They are terrorists. And they terrorize people through generations. They need to call people what they are, that, which brings me to this damn word nigga. And they pay these guys millions of dollars and it's beyond me how i can see these smart geniuses like i don't give a fuck like Chappelle, jay-z kanye i don't get it man i don't get it these people are not only brilliant but they're beautiful but they're missing the chip mm. they missing the chip i wish i can sit down right i wish Chappelle was sitting right here jay i wish they all sitting right here man because i want to know how can you disrespect our culture that way and talk about you want to change it you're not changing those people that hung from them trees man what you need to do is embrace your culture and teach the world that that word is dead if a white person called me that it would not mean a goddamn thing you know it wouldn't mean nothing it would just show how ignorant you are right but when i see a brother do that 
man, it pings me in my heart. And it hurts, man. I'm going to tell you the truth. That shit is, I can't, I'm, a, I'm not a stupid person. And I'm a very, I'm a, I can feel. I've taught myself how to feel. And I can't feel that. I can't feel that. I want to I, I I talk to these guys. You know, I want to talk to these. It's not fun. Let me give you an example. You know Chris Cuomo? Yeah. We yeah, see yeah. Chris Cuomo on CNN all the time with his suit. He's a handsome-ass guy. Right. Hey, I like that guy, man. <laughs> I, cool. I really he's do. Cool. I really do. I've never met Chris Cuomo, but that is my kind of dude, man. He's smooth. He's, like, he's smooth. He's like how you probably hang out with yeah. outside of it. Yeah. Man, this dude made the mistake of calling him Guido. Yeah. And he went off. And he said, I will fuck you up. You know that's an insult, man. It's an insult to my Italian roots. You don't even know what you're talking about, blah, blah, blah. It's like it's equivalent of the N-word to African Americans. Right. Now, if Chris Cuomo can stand up for my culture like that, what's happening right there, man? Money is good, but it doesn't supersede integrity. No. That's my point. That's my point. I love my people. I love all people. I'm disappointed by people, but I love people. But I really love my culture. You can feel that completely. When mm -hmm. I was at your house, that's, that's what I think I left with, is you, you gave me a, a, not even realizing, you gave me a slice of everything. And that's what I think I left with, was Thank culture, you, with the art. Mm -hmm. You gave me some jazz. I walked in with just, yeah. you started off the entree with jazz. <laughs> music. We sat there with some jazz. <laughs> now listen to this, and I'm like, <laughs> Wow, this thing's a trip. Well, I'm listening. I must have coffee. I don't know. You know, hold that thought. Bam! No, you're like going. But but what I'm saying is, is that all of those things, and 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 even from the painting and the the passion of what you're talking about right now, you mm -hmm. can feel it. So I left feeling it. Mm -hmm. You know, like I went and said that. I I, I brought this up to my uh, guest host Eddie, and I, I was going over just who you are and just how you how you express yourself mm -hmm. and. It was, it was everything about it, your art, how you, how you feel into the way you do art, starting at the eyes, you know, so they have to look at you the whole time when you're doing it, like yeah. everything about it. That's some kooky shit, isn't it? Yeah. It's but but yeah. you had like, you know, it got me, I was like, wow. That <laughs> <laughs> just stared at me. That's what happens. Because go look at the art. Too much time by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that. that's in that painting, Yeah. you know, so yeah. you know, there's a couple that were there, you could sit there and stare at that, because for me, I was that. Yeah. I'd look at the eyes because I wanted to see where you started and how long you stared into those eyes and yeah. when it got done and, and you, you could feel it. Yeah, I, wanted to, I, I wanted to really say something. I take a look at a lot of different painters, man. I go around and I look at, I look at, a, lot of, I look at a lot of paintings like, I, like the way I'm talking right now, like, why, like my brother, beautiful brother Jay, uh, Jay-Z, where I talk about Dave Chappelle because I love them, man. They're talented and... I could just see that they can change the course of a lot of stuff so easily. But I think it'll fuck with their paper a little bit. It, you know so. what? Yeah, it does. But like people like, I'll say Kanye West, you know, you start going through those changes and I think the papers, I, I don't know, but for me, it maybe won't matter as much and those changes will start to happen more. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think they are. I hope so. I, mean, I, I hope know. so. But then on the on the flip side, I, I see these young brothers in Chicago killing themselves, referring to themselves as that. Yeah. And that hurts me the worst, man. Because you see, 
Not a lot of people, you know, they don't have enough. I'm very fortunate in a way whereby I'm a painter. And trust me, I'm thinking a, a lot, maybe too much. But I'm a painter, so I don't have to go to nine to five. I don't have to drive. And I don't have to deal with society. I just paint as long as I pay my taxes, you know, pay Caesar. But I'm painting like this. And I'm thinking, you know, all the time. Not a lot of people get a chance to think. You know, because shit is on you, man. Mm. I don't have a panther behind me biting my ass. I, my, I have made my life by hand. I made my life by hand. Sleeping on a roof in New York City. Opening myself out to the universe. And you know? like, to think now and, and what you're doing, did you... Did you feel or know, like, you know, you have a gut, you're like, I know I'm going to do this. Or you have a vision of where you feel you'll be? Did you have that, that took a long time to realize that, but I had to first realize a couple of things. I had to first embrace how fantastic being a human being is. Mm. You feel me? We all have that. It's whoever's going to embrace it. And I also made the, um, the, um, the promise not to have... TV and a radio or a newspaper or someone else dictate who I am. That's right. why I hate niggas so much. Because nobody dictates to me who I am. And one of Jay's songs, he says, no matter what you do, still nigga. I'm sure you heard that song before, right? At that moment, I felt like Jay-Z should have said still king. That's right. Still king. Still king. At that moment, that would have been more powerful. powerful. So I'm trying to think, man, I wish I could. I was standing next to Jay at this one event, man. And I was like this close to this beautiful brother. Man, I want to talk to him so bad. I had to tell myself to shut the hell up, man. This is not the time. This is a nice event, you know. But I just want to sit him down and say, can you do me a favor and help me give our culture an, uh, a choice? Uh, give them an option. What do you think? Why do you think he, that, that he uses that word like that? Do you think he holds it for pride because of what no, was gone through? Do, no. What do you? Well, I heard him say, because I analyzed him. I talked to Oprah Renfrew about, about him. So she, she asked me to watch. She had him on the show. I didn't know that. So she, she, I talked to her. She, and then I drummed up the show on YouTube. And I watched her talking to, to, to this beautiful guy. And, um, and, I, I, and uh, uh, she said, okay, we're going to agree to disagree. But what I got out of that is um, uh, Jay grew up hard. Uh, he grew up in the projects, and he was selling drugs. Right. And um, I think, I don't want to say something wrong, but I think his father wasn't in the house. And um, it's, it's kind of like a, a, a taxing uh, it's hard and I have to be careful myself because my father put us in a different environment. I grew up on a damn boat fishing and then watching him preach in the church. So I feel kind of funny talking about somebody else because I didn't have that experience. You see what I'm saying? I didn't have that experience. So I feel kind of reserved and, 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 and analyzing somebody else. I've been to the ghetto before, I've been to the projects I had friends in the projects. I was like, God damn, this is some hard living, man. 
So in that, I believe that when you have the police on your ass, you got a, this shitty food, you got this shitty house, you got gates, spit, condoms, needles, and all kinds of bullshit you have to walk over before you go in the house. And if you take a hard look at it, you might believe you're in fact a nigga. Because all of that shit is on you. And you don't have no money. And then you see that if you say this word, people will form a crowd and then your papers start getting high, right? Hey, damn, all I gotta do is like demean myself like that and I can get this? So that's where it just caught on. People, and then they have to find an excuse. Oh, we, we're embracing it. No, we're gonna change the, <laughs> we're, you, then, then the white dude say, Nick, uh, yeah, going to the nigga. Uh, wait, hold you. Wait, you can't say it. I, I can say it, but you, that's some cockamamie twisted no bullshit, man. Because hip hop is like the forefront of the culture. Right. Hip hop is the trendsetters. Right. So we got Chinese kids, white kids, everybody embracing hip hop. Right. Of course, you're going to love the music. Yeah. Of course, you're going to quote the lyrics to the songs that you love. Right. So if the song says where my niggas at, yeah. what is the white kid Yeah, that's what he's going to say. He's going to say where my niggas at. That's right. That's right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. And it's hard. It's a hard, it's a hard play. But I'm not in the playing with words. Because I, 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 I have benefited from uh, embracing words and knowing what they mean. Man, words have started wars. Definitely. And the pen has started even worse. So. Uh, no, words are contract. Wor yes. Words are contract. Yes. And, and I would hate for somebody, listen, can I tell you another story? There's this gymnast, there's, I'm gonna switch to, that's a great point, Omar. Um, that there was this gym, there's this gymnast, his name is Mario McCutcheon. And when I, I went to college because of Mario McCutcheon. He was an African-American gymnast, was one of the best in the world. So when I knew he went to Southern, that's where I went to Southern Connecticut State University. Right. Because I used to dream about this guy. Let me make this real short. His, no, no, his gymnastics was impeccable. And he was big like me. Like, I wasn't this big, but I, I was 160 pounds. That's big as a gymnast. And Mario was 160 pounds, but he was like, wow, you know. Right, right. I was like, how does a big <laughs> ass dude can do this stuff? Trust me, he was one of the best in the world, right? And man, he was my friend. When I got there as a freshman, he had just graduated as a senior, and we clicked so hard, we were both big dudes. We used to beat the shit out of each other. And coach had to break us up sometimes. That's how I grew up with two brothers. When I, I don't say hello like this. I say hello like this. <laughs> and, he, and he caught on. We were two warriors, you know? Yeah, but yeah. We, coach had to break us up all the time, man. Stop, you're gonna hurt each other. You know, you gotta compete, you know? But we loved it. Anyway, that's how close we were. Years and decades passed. I'm at Hof, uh, Air One, and uh, you know. Uh, Venice, right here? Yeah, uh, yeah. no, uh, West Hollywood. Okay. I think it's in West Hollywood. Anyway, uh, this is really funny, man, because this is how I feel about this. I'm walking with my bag, and Mario comes in, and I'm like, Mario fucking McCutcheon, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, my nigga. And I was like, <laughs> Yo. I was like, man, my energy just went like, whoop. I was like, mm. no, not me. Not, not it. And I just had come from speaking to King Otumfu Ositutu in Ghana. I had painted him. He invited me to his palace. Mm. I had just come from painting this king of the Asante 
where I talked to him about this situation too. So he bestowed on me his power. I said, you have to lend me your ancestors on this one because I had a big job to do. Wow. I, I will be the speaker for this. I will be the one that's hated or admired, whatever the hell. I'll be like Martin Luther King on this one. What the hell? Mm. You know, um, every man's got to find something to die for. I'm going to die to get my culture back on track. Unfortunately, we have to start here. Wow. But when Mario said that in that store, man, the, the, the energy must have shifted so hard. I was like, that's not me. And these two fingers went up like that. I don't know where the hell I got that from. I was like, no. From this day, I swear to God, I can show you every text. He goes, King Chaz, <laughs> King Chaz, King Chaz. Uh, uh, he will, he, mm -mm. so you got to check it. You know, and it's unfortunate we've got to start from there. But like I said, if I can sit Kendrick Lamar or even, even your brother, Akon, man, we do something really do dope. Or even you, shit. You know? I mean, oh we just find, get find get one um, situation oh, where... Oh, so come sit for a second because it's easier to hear you. Come sit for a second. Just crack it. He's trying to finesse me into the scene. <laughs> well, uh, the funny thing is we're, we, <laughs> we, we tried finessing, so now we're just going to bum rush you in. <laughs> no, just come because we can hear you better over here if you're just... <laughs> yeah. You can speak minimally. Yeah, but it's like the energy projects on camera, and right now I just feel like i got to sit down because I'm... Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Just okay, spitting, okay. okay, I just want to make sure we can hear you. Yeah. No, because you're looking fly. <laughs> so, on to, on to taking all of what I'm talking about now, on to, on to, uh, on to having the, um, the honor and the, um, the fortunate, being so fortunate as to paint pictures for a living for the last 30 years. And this is gonna go until I die, right? I get to do that. I get, I get to be, I get, I'm invited all over the world, you know? Yeah. By mayors of Japan, kings of Africa, presidents of, of, of West Africa, uh, President of the United States, most powerful woman, uh, Oprah, they're all around, all, all, all around. Uh, you know, you're recently Angelina Jolie noticed my, my, my energy and, mm. you know, got a painting. And that's the top of Hollywood, you know. And, and it's sort of like it's, um, it's, a, it's a very fortunate living. And I think I only get... You only get to do that is when you are eager to tell the truth. And it's coming from the truth, man. I don't have to bullshit nobody. Doesn't come off. I don't have to bullshit nobody, man. And you and the reason why I swear sometimes, you should trust people a little more that swear sometimes. <laughs> it comes out like that, man. No, but yeah. <laughs> some passion is not some, a lot. It's all. Mm -hmm. it's, it's coming at the vibrating out of you right you know you're uh -huh. painting do i think everything you do if it be martial arts art just from 
short period of time and the things mm -hmm. I know mm -hmm. and just the way you speak it's it's there's no kind of half in half out with you right it's like you're like I'm that same type of guy there's not yeah. one foot on the boat one on the dock yeah I'm either all in you got me yeah say your stuff yeah and that's it I, I there's not passive aggressive I'm aggressive aggressive right, <laughs> right? so right. Says, oh, I'll tell you exactly what I think right. I, I'd rather someone tell me like you're full of shit this is what I feel right. but because at least like okay now I well, there's unless them them leaving and not telling me what they what they really think. Right. You know, that's that's annoying. I'd rather it know exactly annoying. what someone thinks and how they feel cuz then I know if it's able to be fixed and how to address it. Mm -hmm. Playing these games with one another is just, you know, mm -hmm. it's just a circle jerk. I had another I had a conversation with someone else. Do you know what I came to in the end of that conversation? If you're doing something a little janky, it's so easy to be successful. When you're doing something good, it's real hard. It's real hard. It feels like you have a lot of things trying to stop you. Oh, man. But if it's janky or shitty, it's going to the top. Sort of like McDonald's. Over three billion <laughs> served. Now, this is, you don't know what the hell you eating. Okay, here's a better example. I went for some juice. I was at this restaurant, and I was like, can I have that one juice, a special juice? They put this much goddamn juice. Because <laughs> I took the ice out just to see, right? That was that much damn juice. But that juice was powerful, right? It was like, you know, the good stuff. Kale, whatever, you know, that California shit. <laughs> right? But it was that much. Now, I could make three gallons of that if I add some sugar water and some fructose or some corn syrup and all kinds of bullshit. But I'll have three gallons. That's what you get in our society today. Bullshit. The good stuff, you're just gonna get a little bit. Cause it's expensive and it's hard to do. And they set prices for things that we don't that that are not real. They they create It's a matrix. Right. They, they they create shit that's not real. Right. It's not real. You know? Like Dolce Gabbana. Shit's not real. You know? This, yeah, it's the music. It's like, and I, you know, I love music. I love music, man. I love, I love European uh, uh, classical. I love gospel jazz. I love old hip hop. I love R&B. I love gospel. I love the, Paul Robeson said there's six chords globally. Did you ever hear that, Omar? Paul Robeson talked about that. That's what link us. It's like mathematics. You have those same chords all over the world. And uh, um, so I, I, I think I found that magic. And so I hear it in African music. Mm. Like one of my favorite people who sing is Salif Keita. Keita, Salif Keita. Am I saying that right? Yes, you are. Okay. Even from Mali, man. Mm. That dude is touched. Man, he, he, makes, he can make me cry, man. When I, I saw him live, I couldn't believe I'm looking at. The, he is sent here from the heavens, the way he sings and moves. And he, he is an albino, African. And um, so I love music. So when I hear today's, it's not music. It's McDonald's. It's, um, it, don't, it doesn't leave you with anything. I mean, even like, okay, you know what I li like about some rap? It's brilliant, because they don't even know. 
because I know because I've been to the middle of Africa with the president. This pre I'm going to name the president. <laughs> right. I'm trying to get around it. But I was in the middle of the jungle at this mansion and I heard African music and I come back to America and I hear some rap and the beats they got going, they ain't never been to Africa. It's innate. It's, it's a given. But yeah, but they put this bullshit on top of it. And see, I know vibration. Because when I was listening to that beats and that music, I felt elevated like this, bro. Mm. And I feel that music come in my body. And it's like I'm invincible. And the, sitting next to the president, right, he's looking too. And this was deep because he had his staff like that. And I'm, I sit next to him. I, I, and they're out there doing the thing. This dude just get up, man. And he just walk in the circle of the music. And his white shit is blowing like a movie, man. And he's got his staff like that. And then they close him in the circle, right? And they're singing. Drums, man. You talk about, um, what do you call it? Uh, polyrhythms. This is 12 times polyrhythms. It's just a stream of, and it's communication. And he's in the middle. Then they open the circle and he reaches staff out like that. It's like fucking Lion King part three, man. <laughs> it's the best shit in the world. And he come back and he's sitting next to me, man. And you feel the energy from this guy, you know. Right. But I, I, I want to get some of that, you know. And so I, I made my superhero like that. You know, I'm trying to bring it to people. Trying to get this up on a movie screen so people can see that. I, I, trust me, there's a part of what I just told you is the part going to be in that movie just like that. Tell us about this. You, you, this came up from a, uh, talking to your son. Yeah, Buffalo Warrior. So I always think uh, that it's really very imperative um, to, when you want to be, when you, like life is really funny in a way, whereby life is so hard sometimes. And this is what I talked to my other son about. He's 25. I talked to Zuri about the fact that, and I experienced this myself, as strong as I am, because my father made me strong. He, he had me do push-ups and read. So I'm strong, mm. you know? I'm strong mentally, and I'm strong physically. And, right, and, I, and he taught me how to play chess, and I passed that on to my son, because when, the, when, the, when, the, when, when somebody's talking bullshit, I'm gonna get you in checkmate. Right. With a rook, probably a damn pawn, some people. <laughs> All my, all my sons, my, my eight-year-old plays yeah. chess, my daughter plays it's chess, imperative. all my kids play chess. It's imperative, man, all because when people, you got to move around, Yeah, you know? And so, and so the fact is, is that, uh, is that uh, oh, man, I was talking so much shit, I forgot my, where I was. With the what? chess? No, why did I mention chess? Yeah. Okay, so I was telling him, thanks, Kate. So thanks, I, Kate. So I was like telling him that, son, as strong as you think I am. I pray real hard. I pray real, I, I go outside and stand in the middle of the damn street. And I look up and I, was, I don't even care who's listening. They could think I'm crazy, but I'm praying. Cause I need that spiritualism sometimes. Mm. And, I, 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 and I'm challenged as a human being sometimes. And I don't see any of that. And it scares me. Um, so when you have these challenging times, sometimes you have to borrow superhero shit. There are times when I was little, I thought I was Spider-Man. 
I swear to God, I thought I was Superman. I even had the sound effects. Right. <laughs> I thought I was really thought I was the Hulk. Yeah, I my, really thought I was the Hulk. My son used to walk around with the Spider-Man mask, Chaz. <laughs> Every we all do. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We all do. It's we just because we want it. We like who wouldn't want to have these powers and these things that's that we right. look up to, right? That's right. That's exactly right. And this is my point. None of them were black. No. <laughs> right. And so. So, but we were black only in slavery movies, or a pimp, or a drug dealer. I think, can you imagine treating people like that? Isn't that fucked up, Joey? Yeah, it is, yeah. Man, that's messed up, man. You know, from my, look, I'm, I'm, I'm Italian. My mom's Puerto Rican, right? But, uh -huh. but my life, my mom's life separate because of the way I look, but my mom was dark-skinned. Right. And it affected her in a way, but she kind of didn't really show it. So, yeah. but as I got older, and if I used to say things because she was dark skinned, because she was made fun of and she, yeah. was, she was fucked with as a kid bad and didn't realize it until I was much older because of the pain that she'd kind of held inside because we'd say stuff to her thinking it was kind of a joke, yeah. you know, and she would, it wouldn't, it wasn't a good response, right. but the pain that she had went through because I don't think she knew who her father was. So right. it was like a, a thing at the family because she was the darkest one of the family, yeah. you know, and and how it affected her and 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 how she how she kind of just sat on it yeah. you didn't even you know yeah. it was like you just because it's your mom so i never really thought about it but when mm -hmm. you're older and you're able to think outside of it yeah. and then to even make a joke or think it's funny and then to see how it actually feels like how yeah. it, you know, to see your mom yeah. and how it makes her feel then you start to go wow that's yeah, terrible we could do better man we could do better we need to take a look at stuff so anyway i had to actually create uh superhero coming out of the cotton fields of america so that little little black boys or any boys of color other than little uh, other than white because you know they had their chance of being every great imaginative superhero you can think of um i think that enough was done with this jesus character you know so i think you can't have everything shit <laughs> i mean and so i created this dude man and he is badass. And, um, you, you know, no, he's, he's our first superhero from the cotton fields. And that has not been dealt with. Uh, you know, instead of them being a slave, now you, right. you, know, now you got a superhero. You just give him six minutes and he'll, he, he'll do his job. He's on to it. He, yeah. And so he was a, um, he was a buffalo soldier. He, he comes from being a buffalo soldier. But the Native American buffalo watched him all of his life. And his best friend, Renfield, was the, 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 the owner of the plantation. That was his son. But these kids were so close. They were beyond color. So they grew up together playing until when they got a little bit older to realize the, the, the horror of the situation of slavery and this, you know, slave owner, landowner they realized that this is terrible. So they vowed their lives to change it when they got bigger. And all of the time, this Native American buffalo is watching them as kids and the stars of Potolo mixed with, you know, and all of this, man, in my imagination. And so when they, got, when they grew up, they joined the buffalo soldiers and he's like, why am I fighting these Native Americans? So he pulls off, man, and they, and they mistaken him because he's by himself and they fill him, fill him full of arrows. Ouch, 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 ouch. <laughs> You know, so he falls off the horse and he runs with all these arrows and he falls into this grave of the sacred buffalo, Jajo. 
And that's where he dies. And of course, three days later, he raised up like Jesus, you know what I mean? And the buffalo said, grab my horns. And he, he grabs his horns. Why, why, what is this? Because he's living, he's in the spirit world now. Right, right. And, and Jajo goes, grab my horns so I can show you who you are. And he grabs his horns and like, <laughs> he's this dude, man. He's like, now nah, you got a job to do. And evil on this planet. So he has to fight for, he's got 150 years. He's going through history, saving Frederick Douglass saving Martin Luther King two times from assassination, saving, you know, helping, uh, you know, just helping all around in the American history until he finally meets his, uh, his uh, deci the uh, descendant at 2020. He meets his great-great-grandson, and he, he's killed, and they meet on the Star of Potolo, and he passes in the weapon, says, you have the job to do now. And he disappears. And now we have our superhero 2020. You know? Yeah, yeah. Buffalo Warrior. And now, now these kids, like what I imagine, like when I was a kid, coming back to that, watching Sounder and going, damn. Watching Mandingo and going, damn. Drum, you know, all the messed up movies. Never a hero, just getting your ass kicked. <laughs> and it's like, this is terrible. And for me, I had, I always had the United Nations as growing all the time, white, Asian, all kinds of Asian. I knew the difference, Korean, Chinese, and Japanese, you know, best friends. I learned Taekwondo, Kung Fu, and Kyokushin, <laughs> all different kinds of martial arts. And then there's Africa, and then there's uh, white, Italian, French. I always had Labinaton around me since the so the color thing was that it was always let's share our uh culture that's how come i learned how to cook joey yeah, that's, that's how i grew up mm -hmm. yeah that's a beautiful thing my colombian friend's mom mm -hmm. taught me how to make rice first. there you go that's what i'm talking about because you can trade because when i don't eat fried chicken man but when i learn how to make that shit, they eat every damn crumb <laughs> like this <laughs> you know what I mean? I could fry up some fried chicken. I don't. I don't eat it. Though. But so my so my point is is that um, is that everybody needs to be represented, man. And I think that the heavens. When my son looked at me and said, "Dad, you should create a superhero," I just saw my. I saw his life through my eyes when I was a kid, and I said, "I have the power to create a superhero." And I just asked the universe to lend me a hand, man, and they just slammed it down in one day. Boom! I painted it out. I wrote the damn story. That was it. That's amazing. Got my first art proper uh, art show with Patrick Painter. He was one of the, you know, he's in the mafia of the art world. Right. Before, he didn't pay attention to my paintings. I created this thing. I said, let's do a show. Can you do a show next month? And then when Hollywood starts, like, can we do, can we make a movie about this? You know, got a script going, got stuff going. You know, people are hungry for, for, to, be, to be represented. Absolutely. And while, while I'm being recorded, there's a program that I saw on television, and I would beseech to the listeners to please watch this. It's called America, the Story of Us. If I was in the school system, that would be mandatory to watch. It's beautiful. 
It's the first program I saw where you can see that everybody contributed to the United States of America. Even some African dude who, it we wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for one African dude that was in the Civil War. They were losing because they all had the pox and the whole army was dying. This dude from Africa slit his, his wound and used the pus to put it in somebody else. He created the antibodies, man. Then they just started sharing their wounds of the pussy shit. And they got better. That's where penicillin does the same shit. And they won the war, man. So the shit like that they don't tell you. No, <laughs> no. And then the one gay dude, the French gay, he kicked everybody's ass. <laughs> he was gay as shit. As a French dude, I forgot his name. Man, they hired this guy. He was like, and I want you to go over there. And you to go here, he was like, and kick their ass, scratch them if you have to, shit. The gay French dude. Man, they fucked up everybody. So it's sort of like, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a show that's inclusive of everybody. You know, people don't even know where the real McCoy comes from. That was some African-American guy, it was he made oil for the train to go faster. And I want you to put the real McCoy in there. His name was Elijah McCoy. Mm. They don't teach you that in school. It's just one-sided. Well, I think all those books have been created and changed and altered to create mm -hmm. you know, a narrative that yeah. they can keep everyone in the guidelines of what they want to that's think. That's right, that's right. So that's why I paint so hard, and I, I, I love painting, to try to bring it all together. As a painter, I think what comes through when I'm working is that everything I'm talking to you about, and I'm sure there's a lot of force coming out, I push that in my paintings, man. Yeah. I push that in my paintings. We live one time. We really live one time, and it's real, bro. Mm. When I see my sons growing up, I see my gray hairs coming in. I see my hip falling off. <laughs> Age is real. Yeah. Uh, we've got one shot. And people talking about the next life. Oh, that's, that's, that's beautiful. But you don't have the same brain. Yeah, you may come back as a butterfly, but you're not going to remember shit. But you're not aging, you're saging. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I got like that, that from Reverend Michael Beckwith. Yeah, I like, I like that, that too. I right? like that very much. Yeah, yeah, you're saging. I like that. And, and the thing is, is that this experience right now, we're sitting here like that. It's like, you know what? Life is about making great memories. Right. Because I want to be 103 like my grandmother. And she had all her senses, too. I want to live about be like Carrie. But other than sitting on, on her land in Virginia, I'm going to be sitting on the beach in Italy with a damn cappuccino, no teeth in my head, <laughs> painting some bullshit with a lot of beautiful women just dancing around and something. Awesome. Chaz, you want to know? That's cool, um, right? A margarita? Yeah, good margarita. One massage me, I give you a hundred bucks if you just massage the shoulder. <laughs> the funny thing was, I asked him, do you have vision, right? That's the vision. So yeah. you have vision. And you, then I would go to church. The beach. In case I go to heaven, I have to be safe. So I got to go to church. <laughs> Pray. <laughs> Put my little prayer in there. No, the thing is, is that I envision being a real old man painting. And, and, and I, I will sit in silence and smile a lot with no damn teeth in my head. And you know why I'll be smiling, Joey? Because I have created some damn good memories. And that's what I think life's about. I move bullshit people over here. I move, I move bad energy over here. If you come at me a certain way, no, no, 
Nope. Had to do that to family. I'm very good at it. And uh, I just want to experience my life like that if I can. Because I got something to give people. I th- I've, been, I've been granted that. Oh, absolutely. And I hope that that doesn't sound pompous. Oh, it, you know. No. I hope. I don't. Because the thing is, is that I figured it out. That's how I want to live. I thought about that this morning. You know, if I could eat good stuff, make love, paint, go to the art supply store, I have a, a few good friends. I am so good. I started working out the gym. If I could go to the gym, I'm not like and pay Caesar. You know what's like? That. You know when people like have highs and lows. You you don't have lows. <laughs> In my lows. But, but you see what I'm saying? But to to have that 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 balance and to keep the even when you're talking the passion of it. When we're talking things you don't want to, mm-hmm. you might be talking about something you don't want to, but mm-hmm. you're still vibrating at a high frequency and you're passionate what you're saying. Mm. Maybe the thing we're talking about it's not it's a dark thing we're talking, but, mm-hmm. but you you keep your vibration high, mm-hmm. and you're passionate what you're talking about, and you can feel it. That's why the same. That same way you feel and how you talk with everything mm. you say. Mm. So I give you the phone. As soon as you have me on the phone, I'll say, yo, <laughs> it, comes, it comes off the, out of the phone. It's going to come out of anywhere really? you put the energy into because uh, it's a vibration. The uh, same way as music, the same way as we are. We pick mm. up on that, that energy and that vibration. That's what mm. we are. Mm. You, know, you break everything down. Well, people help me in the, the, people help in the, in, the, in the most beautiful ways because I used to say that I don't like people. And one of my friends said, you don't know what you're talking about. You wouldn't paint like you do if you didn't like people. You actually love people. And I was like, damn it. She's right. Well, maybe. You I'm know, disappointed by people. Well, for me, I say like this. I love people. I just don't like everybody. Mm-hmm, so I love mm-hmm. everybody. Mm-hmm, it's just choosing the people that mm-hmm, are in your zone mm-hmm. where they're at. You know yeah, what I mean? Like maybe yeah. I'll love you later, but for right now, yeah. I just. You have to work that out. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You have to work that out because, you know, one thing that I do know is that, you know, how women have periods together? Yeah, you know, yeah. they can be in the same room and, and start their period together. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, people are powerful. The human, a lot of people don't realize it. But man, we are some. We were created. But I don't even want to get into that. But however the hell we were, we're some, we're brilliant thing. We're, we're instruments. Yeah, we're and it's brilliant in there. Right. And if you fuse up with the right people, well, you're gonna. That's why I tell my son, surround yourself around great people all the time, because you're gonna become them. I said, you're messing up. I want you to stop right now and look around and see five people around you right now. That's you. Exactly. That's you. Exactly who you see around, how you, who you put around you, that's you. And for me personally, I wish Paul Robeson was alive. I wish Miles was still alive. We would have a riot. I was with Clarence Avon at, at brunch, man, two days ago. He you know what stories he was telling? About Duke Ellington. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Oh, my God, that was amazing. He was talking about Duke Ellington. Wow. And his beautiful wife, Jackie. That's living, bro. Because he, he, he keeps it going. He keeps it real. History. History, man. History. You know, history. It's not about current bullshit so much. It's not about that. It's not about that. What else are we going to talk about? You just said it. 
you just you embody like i said it in the beginning you're like a historian you're, what you do what your art you mm -hmm. create you you have created yourself as a part of history mm -hmm. not knowing what you did but just mm -hmm. if you think about it and the people that that you've aligned yourself with and the mm -hmm. people that you pull into your field yeah for sure yeah, i want to make a I want to make a little difference if i can you know, I, I know that I feel very strong these days because I've now, when I walk in a room, I, I walk in a room with people I've met. I walk in a room with Clarence Avon. I walk in a room with King Otomfu Tutu. I walk in a room with Barack Obama. I walk in a room with Mike Tyson. I walk in a room with my sensei, who's not, not longer with us, Nobuyuki Kishi of Yamagata, Japan. I walk out, I'm many men thick. I don't just walk in alone. Mm -mm. And one time my son popped out of line with me. And I'm, I looked at him. This is beautiful. I'm going to share this. And if, and if out of everything that I've talked about today, this is, this is something that was profound. Because I love my son. But I shake the shit out of him. I, I can't <laughs> hit him. Because my damn hand is too hard. But I will shake him, man. But I didn't even want to do that. But he popped out of line. And I had to remind him that you are not talking to your father. You're talking to your grandfather and his father right now. Because I'm coming at you with that much passion. And I feel them in my veins. So be very careful. Be very careful. So <laughs> let your forefathers live in you. And that's, that's who I am. And then, to make it even more powerful, I got my four mamas in there, too. I got Carrie Cooper in there. I got Algertha Guest in there. And you talk about black girl power. Magic, man. Whew. These ladies. But they, that's me, man. That's when I cook. When I make my sweet potato pies, that's Carrie. There that's Carrie in that there. kitchen. You know? Yeah. That's deep. Mm -hmm. You know, going back to Buffalo Soldier, yeah. you, uh, you did a collaboration with, with uh, Retina. Yeah. How did that, how'd that come about? How did you, how did that, that was kind of interesting because, you know, Retina, he's, a, he's, a, he's an amazing artist. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I'll keep <laughs> <laughs> Brother Man is very interesting, but he, and he's very talented, man. He's I love that cat, man. So, um, so uh, how did that happen? I, I, you know, we, we were talking on the phone. I was going to be downtown. And um, he said, stop on by. I go in there. And ironically, he said, you're going you're gonna to like this dude that's coming in here. <laughs> he said, you're going to like this cat that's coming in here. I said, who is it? He said, I'm not going to tell you. That's just, he was painting. I was just getting my stuff together. He was rolling out ink for me. I didn't even want to paint. He was like, what you do? I guess we're going to paint. Okay. And like he rolled out some ink and some brushes. And in comes Coach K. Okay. <laughs> you talk about like a sink. I just had spoken to Coach K. And he was supposed to make it over to my studio. So that really freaked Retina out. <laughs> it was like, huh? You got, yeah, man, what's up? So we are, we're all in the studio. And so now it's really, we're getting down. You know, Retina did some big thing uh, on, on the thing. And I painted Buffalo Warrior on there. And we were, we were jamming, man. 
and 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 uh, Coach K, he did something beautiful for Coach K. You know, right, right. If you don't, everybody don't know Coach K. Coach K Lee. Yeah. So he did a. a uh, uh, that's the one that you showed me. That's how I showed you Chaz's piece, my son's. Yeah. That Muhammad Ali piece. You call your remember? son Chaz. My son's name is Chaz. Remember, I told you I walked out Saturday because we had so many things going on. Yeah. I didn't remember you get, gave oh, us the wow. piece. And the last time I walked out, and I go, oh, yeah, my son's name is Chaz, too. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember me saying that? I was downstairs. Oh, wow. I, I we had said everything, wow. and that was the last thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot now, to tell you is that. it Charles or did it, no, it's this Chaz? Chaz. It's that's, Chaz yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. So, uh, so, so yeah, man. Uh, so we were jamming, we were jamming, and um, Retina made me feel really good that day, man. Because, uh, you know, he he he's he's touched, man. He he's he talented. That stuff comes out of his hands, man. And um, you know, Coach K had a quote from Muhammad Ali, and I, and we watched him put that down there. Um, I, I love I love the way he um, gets into his zone. We all get into our zone. But he brought out this one piece for me to paint over. And I painted a Buffalo Warrior on top of it. And that was the day. And then after, well, Kevin Coach, Coach K, uh, Kevin Lee, he, he, he bought that piece. And then he came to my studio and, uh, and got a piece. I took him to the gallery, too. And uh, he, he got a, uh, one of my Buffalo soldiers mm. for his house. Yeah. So that's how that's, that's, that's how, how Retina and I came together. That's how Retina it brought it brought Coach K in there really nicely. Wow! Uh, people who don't know, he runs Quality Control Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And Omar, didn't you? He was the first one telling me yeah. about Coach K. Yeah, that's who told me about him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, and the, that's how we started talking the Muhammad Ali piece and Retina, yeah. and then he started speaking about you a while ago, like because we, we were talking about the Star Show, like six, seven months ago we were talking about it and you mm-hmm. come up and we kept saying, next time we come out, we're going to Chaz's yeah. house. Next time, so I, I, I had this buildup, you know, uh-huh. that's uh-huh. why I think that when I went there and going through the experience, like I, I, I it took me a day to process everything because really? of, yeah, I'm not just saying that for real. Like I've talked to the artists and I'm not saying I'm like the, an art connoisseur, but I know what I like and yeah. I know what I feel. That's but, important. You gotta know what you like, right? Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah, so for me, that's all I can go by is what I feel and what I like, you know. So when I left there, just the from the art and the story and the feeling what you do, it just made me look at things a little bit as far as art and the way you did it because the way you explained it. Like, I wish I would have been recording you right when we walked in if I would have knew what you were going to be saying because mm-hmm. I was just going like, what the hell? Where did he come uh. from? <laughs> <laughs> right? What flying I was like, where the fuck did this <laughs> cat come from? <laughs> right i was i'm telling you i was i was just because i was just thinking right. about what you'd said and, and even when we're talking about what the the, the word that, that, that you don't like using mm-hmm. and hearing and the words are contract and the way you said it if people knew because you say things with passion and intention that's mm-hmm. the difference between one man and another you mm-hmm. say something with intention and direction watch mm-hmm. it get done watch another man say it with no intention direction and it you. doesn't get done i feel you wow right but everybody's got a big idea oh i got an idea right okay cool well the execution mm-hmm. of that idea is 95 percent, and that's intention mm-hmm. and direction and that's well, the difference between a man that will get some shit done and a man who's just running around talking shit uh-huh uh, i definitely feel you on that that's a big say right there you know um yeah wow yeah, you know, one of my dreams is, you know, to keep doing these kind of things, and you know, hopefully one day I will, I will have, um, 
you know, people love celebrities, you know. You know, you want to know that I wish to have that celebrity status just to say some of this shit. Nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. There is nothing else I want. I, I like, like, Yama, Yoji, Yoji Yamamoto said it the best. I have figured out, again, how I want to live as long as I can keep doing this. Just like this. The beauty of it really is, and a lot of people don't know, but you found your purpose, and mm -hmm. that's why you live in harmony. You feel, like talking to you, you feel in balance to me, not mm -hmm. out of balance. Not mm -hmm. in, and I think that when people find that purpose, you know, it, everybody wants to know what they're going to do, what am I going to do, and you see all this stuff on TV and the shit that they're feeding you. Right. Who's not going to commit suicide and freak the fuck out? Right, right, right. It's a lot of things to look at and go, wait, I, gotta, I have to deal with that, right. that, and then, all, and then all the things and the judgment and failure and bup, 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 you know, and stack that on top of it, you know? Yeah, I think that that, that part of society, we have to kind of clear out that narrative mm. and really begin to kind of look at what we look inside and love each other. Because, like, love, love yourself, for real. Like, because I could tell right up, like, you love yourself very much. I don't really look at myself so much. Well, the way you, you express yourself, because I don't know mm. how people could love someone else if they really didn't truly love themselves. How would you express it? Well, can can I? Well, I don't know. Some people may 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 differ who know me, but I don't walk around my yeah. I don't walk around as myself, whatever that means. I walk around as an energy, mm. and I and so that like people like and this really funny. This guy is writing my bio, and he goes. Um, African American artist. Just, I said, you gotta take that off. If anything, put American artist, or just put artist. Everybody can see I'm African American, but I don't walk around with as that. I'm bigger than the African American artist. I make paintings. And then he said the the Shun Fujimoto gymnast had hit this little black boy in Philly. I said, no, you gotta take that shit off. I'm not a little black boy, uh, you know? What the hell is that? I'm a little boy. People have to put narratives on you, man. I, I, I make my own narratives. People have to make their own narratives. Mm -hmm. And you know the most beautiful thing is, Joey? What you just now said about, you know, all of the stuff you gotta fight, check this out. When you really embrace this and believe it, you, you're an amazing individual because you are the director, the editor, the star, the music coordinator of your own damn movie. The editor is very important because you got to edit some people out. You got to edit your life around. And you can get it. And this life is about making a very good movie. You feel me? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So all the other, all the other noise you mentioned, right. edit that shit out. It's just as simple as that. Somebody come at you like, oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you can give them some advice, but you know you got shit to do. Here is the advice I'm gonna give to you. I'm not gonna sit here and cry w with you, but if I can think of a thing to help you out, this is what I would do if I was in your shoes. Right. And then I got some other shit to do. Good luck. It's kind of selfish. That's why I'm still single, <laughs> you know, because it's like sort of like you got, you know, you know, it's like I've been called <laughs> selfish. It's not selfish. No, I'm focused. 
Well, it's a lot. You know, when people like that are focused, very focused, and when you're in a relationship and mm -hmm. people don't, they, they'll, they'll, mis, they'll misunderstand what that is. Yes, they will. We have this conversation, you know, yeah, because of situations we've been in. And, and I know that my focus for what I believe in, and it's hard because if other people don't see that, they'll try to reinterpret that of what they, so what they want to use or project on me, you know? Uh -huh. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm, I've, I found my purpose right. and, and I'm very, I, my direction is set. Right. There's no changing it. You know, so I think that sometimes people take that focus. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to find that. It's hard to find. You know, um, it's hard to find um, uh, the right company. It is because we're just working it out, man. We're trying to work it out. You have any more of this? Yes, yeah, kombucha. Whatever is cold and wet is good. Two, two of them, if you could. Thank you. So that, Tina, uh, Satnam. Mm. So that's it, man. This is a. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked you came down. We're going to have Chaz Guest at the uh, art show on November 15th and 16th at Three Block Dot in L.A., uh, November 15th and 16th. That's going to be fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. um, I'm glad to have you here. I was excited to have you come in and sit down and rap with you. I'm going to think of a thousand things I didn't ask you, but... <laughs> it's always but like you that. You start it? one way and you start somewhere else. But you know who said that is Miles Davis, man. Yeah. Right? And they pass it on to Kenny Garrett. So I, I was painting on stage with these guys in Japan, you know? And uh, thank you. And Kenny and I, we, we had this conversation. I heard him talk to his band. And so I was like, man, we should have played. But what we played, they just heard a rehearsal. I love that. You know, you know, the, I don't know, Wisdom. Yeah, Norton was Norton. We had yeah, him yeah. in an art show do his sing with the with the guy. Playing yeah, the, yeah. The, mm -hmm. That was that was amazing. It yeah. really lit the whole place yeah. up. I looked at some old uh, clips of you and I saw that and I was like, I remember yeah. that dude because every time my my guest host Eddie Donaldson, I was yeah. like, we got to get this guy again because he just lit the room up. Yeah, yeah. He came in and you just wouldn't think you're like, what's he doing? And he started yeah. doing those paintings. Norton loves that. He's been doing that for a long it's, time. I love it. I don't know, but mm -hmm. I just I geeked out on it. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah. No, but uh, but but yeah, man. Um, you know, you're gonna think about things we should have said. But the thing is, is that people will get what they got. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's what it is. People will get what they got, man. We've, we've said it all. Everything yeah. that was supposed to be said was said. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just want to tell you, thank you for coming down and oh, sharing man, everything. And um, I just want to tell everybody for tuning in, Satnam, uh, and thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Please don't forget to rate and subscribe to the Space Between podcast on Apple Podcasts.